Welcome to episode number two of the Two Key Geeks podcast. This week, the geeks go to Tampa Bay Comic Con. This actually already happened. What, Daniel? A couple of weeks ago? It's been a, oh, it's been it's been over a month now. No, it hasn't been over a month. It was August second through fourth, oh, so man. not quite. Well, it's been it, a it's been a minute. Today's like August, I don't know, twenty fifth. So it's been about three yeah, weeks. I do not know what day today is. I did. I try not to know. Total what day. honesty. Yeah. Well, it happens. Uh, I, I rarely know what day it is or where I am from day to day. I do know it's Sunday. It is Sunday because we have to go back to work tomorrow. Yay. Yeah, fantastic. I actually really like my job, so that's not so bad. I enjoy mine to a point, but I have you know like four of them, so it, uh, it becomes overwhelming after a while. We have uh, to pay for this nice house. So. Yes, absolutely. It's, uh, it's very costly. So Tampa Bay Comic Con. This convention was August 2nd through 4th, 2019, as we already went over, at the Tampa Convention Center. The cost to get in was around 40 bucks. I think it was $39. It wasn't bad. $38. That was a Saturday ticket. We went on Saturday because apparently we hate ourselves, and we always go to conventions on Saturday, mostly because we have jobs. Uh, we made the mistake one time of going to Florida Supercon on a Thursday. It was okay, but I would say, what, 75% of the celebrities were not there yeah, that it was day? A, yeah, if you were going for autographs, there was no point. It, it was a ghost town. So we usually go on a busy day, even though we know it's going to be busy. Uh, notable guests this year at Tampa Bay. What did you come up with? Uh, probably my favorite person I met was probably Alan Oppenheimer. Uh, most people know him from the voice of Skeletor from Masters of the Universe. <laughs> Fantastic. Alan Oppenheimer. And another one that was there was Carlos. I cannot pronounce his last name. I want to say it's Al Kazari, but I don't think that that's right well, that's at all. That's how I would say it. He is the voice of Rocco. He's also done voiceover work on the Fairly Odd Parents and many, many other shows. SpongeBob. SpongeBob, very, very animated guy, very cool, super, super awesome. Also on the guest list that weekend, Bonnie Wright from the Harry Potter series. Adam fucking Baldwin was there, which was amazing, from Chuck, Agent Casey. One condition, he stays in the car. He's actually way, way taller in real life than he looked on the show. Let's see, Asher Angel from Shazam, that was awesome. I managed to add his autograph to my Shazam poster with Zachary Levi, which was fantastic. Uh, what else did you pick up at the convention? Well, I did manage to get Ron Perlman's autograph. Ron Perlman? Ron Perlman, Hellboy. Older listeners might remember him from Beauty and the Beast, the soap opera style TV show from the early 80s. I remember mom watching that when we were growing oh up. <laughs> she watched it nonstop. She loved that show. Who was it? who else was in that? Linda Hamilton, I think it was. I think it was. Linda Hamilton. Uh, Pre-Terminator Linda Hamilton. So uh, not quite such a badass in that show as she was in Terminator. Uh, we're looking forward to seeing her again in the new Terminator movie. Love me some Linda Hamilton. Who else did we pick up at that convention? Carlos signed a Rocco Chase Pop for me. And you as well, right? Yes, Didn't you get your yes. Rocco Chase sign? I did. And then you got your Skeletor signed by Oppenheimer. I added Adam Baldwin to a Chuck poster, or 8x10. He is on there with Zachary Levi and Kristen Crook. So got that added. Uh, I also picked up quite a few autographed books, signed books, uh, Star Trek novels, and some other stuff that I managed to pick up at the convention. So 
the convention in Tampa, we have never been to that convention before. Uh, we've been to Megacon a couple times. We've been to Supercon several times. Tampa was a new one for us. It's a new city, a new destination, new stores to go explore. There were plenty of those. Yes, uh, we found some good ones. Yeah, we'll go over that in just a minute. We did find some good stores. Our, we had never been there before, so we got a hotel that kind of seemed okay. Turned out it was not in the best neighborhood, it was a little sketchy. A little sketchy. A little sketchy. Uh, we have learned over the years that when we go to conventions, we do not try to drive our own car to the convention. It's such a hassle to deal parking. with parking. parking. It's always 20 bucks to park, and then you have to deal with the traffic, and uh, you're not from the area. It's always a nightmare. So we Ubered to the convention, which was fantastic because the Tampa Convention Center is downtown Tampa. So Ubering worked out quite well. I don't think it was very expensive. I think it was about 12 bucks, And we did not have to deal with the madness that is downtown. Uh, I understand that a lot of convention centers are in a downtown or urban area, but they are really tough to get to when they're downtown in a city you haven't uh, been to before most of those most of those convention centers just aren't meant to handle that much traffic uh, the, the roads so absolutely the downtown areas are, are busy 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 traffic wise so the venue was nice was I had great. no, I had no complaints about the venue it was exceptionally well organized that was, I, that was one of my favorite things was the, everything was laid out very well the aisles were wide you didn't have people bumping into you we got there I would say we got there probably about an hour before it opened, 45 minutes before it opened. Somewhere we, like that. We did not pre-buy tickets uh, just because life. So we didn't pre-buy our tickets. We got to the convention. We went in, and there was a queue for people who were buying tickets. It was separate from the ones that already had theirs or will call or anything else. But the line was indoors. It was air-conditioned. And it, we were maybe in line once they started selling tickets. What do you think? Maybe 20 minutes? Probably, yeah, somewhere 20, around 20, 25 it minutes. Bad. It was very bearable. It was not bad at all. When we went to Megacon, and we'll talk about that in a future episode, We our, our original grand plan for this was to start doing this podcast as soon as con season hit in Florida, which is around Easter, March, April. And no. No, just didn't happen. So we'll go back and revisit 2019's other conventions here in Florida. But this one was very quick, very well organized. When we went to Megacon, the line was, what, a city block long? Oh my God. Maybe it a was, little bit it was, longer? It, went, it wrapped around the entire building. Uh, the, it was hours long. The whole Orlando Convention Center, the line wrapped around outside in the heat. It was too people-y. Great convention, great lineup, but it was very, very, very people-y, and we'll talk about that in a, a future episode. But back to Tampa, uh, the other I took I always take notes as we go through conventions. What I liked, what I didn't like. I can't say if they didn't have one. You're telling me that they may have had them. For some reason, we didn't we didn't get them. So yes. for some reason, we wound up with no program for this convention. It was not hard to find its way around, would you say? It, it was No, not at all. But most most of the time, a convention, they'll give you a program when you walk in that has the, the map of the vendor area and, and where all the stalls are. And it makes it a little easier to find. But this one was a smaller convention. Uh, maybe they just didn't have them. Maybe we didn't find them. Maybe not. We didn't have a, a program, though. So I went to the website to see what panels were going on for the day that we were there. And the website only listed three or four of the major celebrity panels, you know, Ron Perlman or Bonnie Wright or uh, some of the bigger names. 
there were actually panels going on and rooms of gaming and all kinds of things that were going on throughout the convention center that we had no idea about because they weren't listed on the website and they were obviously if the program existed somehow we goofed up and didn't get one we're not new at going to conventions so i don't know right when you went into the door they had these really really cool wonder woman posters and we saw those but there was nobody there hanging handing out the programs to the convention so that may be something to either look for or if they actually didn't have it maybe we need to look into getting some for that because it was hard to know what was going on i wish we could have known about a lot of the smaller panels that's usually the best panels that they have are the smaller ones uh the voice of rocco carlos i went to one of his at supercon probably about five years ago and it was fantastic it was an amazing panel best one i've been to in a long long time uh, what did you think about the layout of the convention that was good that's like i touched on briefly earlier it was very like all the aisles were really wide like that's not something you normally come across it's like normally they're everything is packed in so tight and crammed you know you got three people walking side by side is all you can do this one was really well well laid out very spacey it was it was very nice i would agree with you it was very well laid out the autograph area as usual it was off to one end off by itself then the artist alley and the creators were kind of toward the front of the vendor area and then the rest of the hall was vendors uh one of the things I noticed is there was a, a wide variety of vendors there from artists, creators. There were a lot of dealers there selling various things, uh, autograph stuff, posters to get signed, clear protectors, comics. There were some really super high-end comic dealers at this convention. Uh, actually, your girlfriend Carrie went with us. This was the first convention she's ever been to, and uh her question was, is that really a $12,000 comic book there? And <laughs> Yes, yes it is. Uh, some really good high-end vendors at this convention. Uh, one of the notes that I took, there were no damn bathtub vendors. Half of the conventions we go to, they're trying to sell you car insurance. They want to remodel your bathroom. There's a sleep number bed booth. Always. This was all on topic. It was all, all nerdy stuff. So you had toys, comics, games. It was. It was all nerdy. Uh, one of the notes I have here, the lines were not bad at all. I got uh, several things signed. Daniel got several things signed. And the lines weren't terrible. Obviously, if you're going to go and you're wanting a big-name celebrity... You're going to wait. You're going to wait. You're always going to wait. But this moved fairly quickly. It was efficient. Also, this convention had no VIP lines. That was one of my favorite things. So there was no one cutting in front. I have never been a big fan of allowing people with more money to have better access to things at conventions just because everybody is spending a ton of money to go to the convention. By the time you buy gas, you take off work if you have to, you rent a hotel room, you pay the admission fee to the convention, you are spending enough money, and I don't like spending all that money and then somebody who spent $200 more cuts in front of me in line. Uh, we dealt with that quite a bit in Orlando at Megacon yes. this year. Oh, yes. We can. We, we can were in it. line six hours for one person there this six year. Six hours. Six hours for one autograph. So it was very, very hectic and crowded. I loved that there was no VIP. I, I, I won't fault them for... You know, pushing handicapped people and other things through the line, that's no big deal. 
But I, every, I think that's a little different. That's a lot different. Everybody <laughs> who everybody should be on an equal playing field. Uh, if you get there and you're in line an hour and a half before that talent gets to the convention, the people that walked up five minutes ago shouldn't get to go in front of you. That's just my opinion, but it is what it is. I'm sure we'll have people disagree. With I'm sure we will, absolutely. But, however, you know, sometimes it, it, there's conventions that you can't get through everything, obviously, without doing that. It uh, sort of becomes like the fast pass at Halloween Horror Nights. I, which, uh, which we do partake in. I begrudgingly, we have to partake <laughs> in it. This year, it's $140 per ticket. So, But you're not going to see it if you don't do it. No, you'd never get through it all. You would never make it. So this convention, no VIP. It was fantastic. Uh, I liked that. The autograph pricing was very decent at this convention, I, I thought. Yeah, I, was, I, wasn't, I wasn't too upset with autograph pricing. I thought everything was super reasonable. Your own average autograph was probably forty dollars. Yeah, about forty um, bucks. I know Sylvester Stallone was at a big convention in the past couple months, and his autograph was five hundred. That, that's, that's unbelievable. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how, and and people were lined up to pay it, and that blows my mind that people would pay that much for an autograph. It's a lot. It's a, it's a whole lot. You and I both have. We go to conventions. We get autographs all the time. We also both subscribe to Bambox. We order from Zobi. We order from uh, CSR. CSR collectibles. We order from pl- places that do private signings. We get a little bit of how that business works, and we also understand that the talent doesn't get that money. Their agent gets a cut. The venue gets a cut. I get it. I don't mind paying for it. But uh, yeah, five hundred is a little excessive. Uh, we went to MegaCon. Michael J. Fox was what one eighty. One eighty, and that wasn't. That's not bad. And I would have been very happy to pay that price had his line not literally been an all-day thing. Yes, that that is all you were going to do, and you had to have pre-bought the tickets for it at least yeah, three months in advance. They, they were selling sold tickets out. at the convention for his autograph. So you had to have pre-bought those. Thankfully, I already have his on a extremely nice graded comic with almost the whole cast of Back to the Future on it. It's one of those that they sell at Universal, but I got a really good deal on it on Der eBay. So the pricing was decent. Uh, some of the autographs were as low as twenty-five bucks. Uh, can't fault that. That's a great deal. Uh, one thing that I wanted to touch on, and you give me your opinion. I'm not a huge fan of taking pictures of myself. Are you? No, no, I'm not. And 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 it's and it's a shame. I wish I was because Alan Oppenheimer offered to take a photo with me and my girlfriend, and I always I always feel just kind of awkward being that person that holds up the line to take a picture. You know, because they've got to come out from behind the table. You got to get somebody to take the photo. I don't know. I've never been a big fan of it, and maybe I should. Maybe I should start taking photos, but I don't. I don't. I don't love it. So I originally, we have been going to conventions since we were kids. What Star Trek conventions? Yeah, the, the, yeah. We, we we'd go, mom would take us to Star Trek conventions when we were teenagers. We went to Star Trek conventions all over Louisiana when we were kids. Uh, I was a, a teenager. Daniel, you were. What? I would have been 10, 12. Yeah, something like that. that so we've been going to conventions for a very, very, very long time. I have worked at conventions. I've worked at Florida Supercon with Ming Chen from the Comic Book Men. I was gracious enough to be selected, or gracious isn't the word, lucky enough, I guess, to be selected to help them out at their table one weekend. Great, great guys. But I've worked at conventions before. I don't know when it became a thing that it costs the same price as the autograph to take a quick selfie. Yeah, that's one thing I, I don't really like is if you if you pay $40, 50 $60 for an autograph, I don't see what the problem is with taking your phone out and just 
leaning over and taking a quick snap. A, a but, quick but picture. They, but they won't. They, they, you know, they police. They police that pretty. Absolutely, pretty it's very heavily policed. I actually did pay for a picture with Adam Baldwin. I. Some of you out there may be as big a Chuck fan as I am. I'm a huge Chuck fan. It's one of my favorite shows of all time. Everybody loves Serenity, which he was also in. Really, really cool guy. I coughed up the money and did it just because I had to. I was there, and it was just too cool not to do it. But as a general rule, I don't know where that came from because they have photo ops. If you want to professionally take a photograph... I understand. Yeah, You're you going to pay for pay, that. Yeah, you can pay for that. That's you, different. You can pay for that. I don't mind paying 10 or 15 bucks on top of the autograph, but they're routinely 40 50 60 bucks for a picture now. It's gotten very, very expensive. I guess as cell phone technology has I advanced. Think that's what it, I think that's what it is. I, I, I do. I think probably if I had to guess, this is just speculation, but if I had to guess the professional photo op sales have probably gone down as due, camera due, technology yeah, to, as camera technology has gotten better the revenue from those has probably gone down quite a bit and now we have more charges for table photos which sucks it's it's unfortunate but the, overall this was Tampa was a great convention we had it was a, it was one of my favorites that we've been to this year so when we left Tampa the convention we went back to the room for a little while got some rest ate some lunch with a friend and then we went out to peruse Tampa, which we had not ever done before. Every time we go to a new town, we're going to comic book stores. We are going to toy stores, pawn shops, flea markets, you name it. Anything we might find something cool at, we go and look. And we went to one of the coolest toy and comic book shops I've been to in I a would, long time. I would say it was the best that I've, that I've personally been to. Like I said in the previous episode, I, I mainly collect older toys. So you're, you're talking about a more higher-end stuff. And we went to this one. If you guys are in Tampa, make sure you check it out. It's Big Redhead Comics. I was blown away by the selection of vintage and retro toys. What did you get at that? Oh, well, I bought some Mask toys. So for those that don't know, Mask is Mobile Armored Strike Command. They were a mid-'80s toy range made by Kenner that consisted of, of vehicles, cars, trucks, planes that transformed in wacky, crazy ways. Uh, a truck might turn into a tank, or a, a jet ski might turn into an airplane. It was wild wild ideas and, and wildly successful. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. That was one of those that was a TV show, but the TV show was actually come up with or invented to sell toys. Yes, it was not it was, a show before the toys. It was a 30-minute commercial. <laughs> 30-minute commercial for the toys. And we did have these toys growing up. We had the semi-truck. I don't remember what it was called. It was called the Rhino. We had that truck. It was purple, and it opened up and had like a... a had a missile launcher. A missile it. command center yeah, inside the into, sleeper. It did. And we had that toy growing up, and it was really cool. And you had... Uh, we went to Virginia to see family back in July, and there was a flea market there that you picked up some mask stuff at. That's, and that, where, that's where this whole mask thing started. Yeah, it, uh, it turned into a thing fairly it did, quickly. It did. You buy one, and then you've got 20. That's just how it works. It, it happens. If things happen, mistakes were made. I wouldn't call them mistakes. Uh, well, okay. but uh, <laughs> I don't, I, I, No regrets. So. No regrets. Uh, well, you know, the checking account regrets a few things. But well, that's... That's fine. That, that's pretty normal around here. So. Money's the most plentiful thing on the planet. They print more of it every day. If anybody has any that they're looking to get rid of, I will provide you my address. Just shoot me an email. So 
we did. That was a fantastic shop. Uh, while we were there, I picked up the final issue of Walking Dead. That kind of snuck up on everybody. Yeah, nobody was expecting that. Even the comic surprise. shops. They had previewed the next two issues after the final issue, and no, they just cut it off, ended it. So the first printing of that issue sold out immediately. It's gone. Those are already 20-plus bucks for that comic. I picked up a second printing. I, I'm going to read it. It's not going to be a graded thing, so it didn't hurt my feelings. Uh, very cool book for 4 bucks. I would say a double or triple issue for the number of pages. It was fantastic. So if you're a fan, check it out. And that was about all we had time for in our trip to Tampa. We didn't really do too much. It was a, it was a short trip, but it was a good trip. It was uh, a good trip. The convention, well, we ate some great food and the, and the, and the great a collectible shop which was so all around absolutely and we'll, thumbs up we'll be back in tampa for spooky empire this year the bigger spooky convention is in tampa instead of orlando for some reason so we're gonna head back to tampa post haste i believe that is the end of october it is Oct halloween day october 31st halloween day yes because you and i are actually the weekend before that we're doing a halloween thing here in the keys do helping with some props and some makeup and some other stuff I had actually be... got an email at work from the Chamber of Commerce that was looking for people to help. And I was like, oh, I could do that. And then I remembered I had already been volunteered. You had been voluntold, so that happens. So this week, it is actually it's Sunday, the 25th of August. What did you buy this week? Uh, all I really bought this week was more mask toys. To more mask toys. Try Where? to fill up that collection a little bit. Where'd you find those at? Dirt eBay? I, I did. I bought them off eBay. Dirt eBay, that's uh, that's the bane of my checking account right there. eBay, it's a dangerous place. eBay, Craigslist. And it's and even worse when they send you the notifications when new listings have been added. Yes. Like, oh, you can go look real quick. Oh, I needed that. But yeah. now, it's so easy. A more wretched hive of scum and villainy, I tell you. Now, this week, I didn't really pick up too much. Last week, it's been a couple of weeks ago, Kevin Smith did a reading. Let me grab it real quick. Kevin Smith did a reading... On August 3rd and August 4th, actually the same weekend that we were at this convention, he did a reading of the Clerks 3 script, the script that he could not get made because the actor who played Randall just was not on board with doing another Clerks movie. That was a real shame, too. The First Avenue Playhouse in Atlantic Highlands, New Jersey, that playhouse is where Kevin held the auditions for the original Clerks movie. And it's always been a place that was near and dear to his heart, and it's in risk of closing. The owners are out of money. They're trying to keep the business afloat. And so Kevin went out there along with Brian O'Halloran, Marilyn Gigliotti, Kevin himself, a couple of other people, Brian Johnson, Ernie, who was in a lot of Kevin's movies. And they did a reading of the script with all the money going to the First Avenue Playhouse. And the Secret Stash threw up a few of these 12 by 18 lobby posters. They've got eight autographs on them. They were only like 50 bucks. Yeah, they were $50, and I, they were sold out when I went to order mine, so congrats on getting that. They only had a few of them left over from the event, so I snagged one of those. That came in this week. Also, a big shout-out to Mintage Authentics. They are not a sponsor of this show in any way, shape, or form, but Mike Minton and Adam over there they ran a giveaway this week or this past week uh it's a raffle type thing i think i chipped in seven bucks or 14 bucks or something and i actually won the raffle and got a really cool 
inscribed. It's a three and a half inch floppy disk signed by Matthew Lillard from Hackers with two inscriptions on it. The prizes you could pick from for that was that or a La Llorona holy water flask that was signed by the actress from that movie, which I haven't seen yet. Have you seen that one? Uh, no, I haven't seen that one, but it's on my list because I heard it was really good. I've heard good things, but I haven't watched it yet. So I grabbed the floppy disk. I figure I'm going to frame that up really nice with a little 8 by 10 hackers poster or something. It'd be a cool piece for the uh, studio here. Make a little shadow box. Yeah. So I picked it up. Uh, always great to do business with those guys. They have a lot of signings. They do a lot of horror stuff. They do mystery boxes from time to time. They're always running raffles and giveaways and stuff. It's actually the second time I've won from there. The last thing I won was a It 2018, 2017? 2017 was it, right? Because we're fixing to get the new chapter. New chapter next month. Yes, absolutely. September. That's actually two weeks from now? Yep. I think two, or one week from Friday, actually. One week from Friday. It's coming. So... It I, is coming. I won a dual-signed uh, It poster from them as well, from the new It movie. So, great place to do business. We really appreciate everyone tuning in this week and listening. Tampa Bay Comic Con, final verdict? An A-. minus. A-? minus. I'll go yeah. with that. I'm going to just be a straight A. It was an A across the board for me. Uh, there were a couple of minor things, but overall, it was a really good convention, especially for the first time to be there. And the short lines and no VIP did it for me. They were fantastic. So we look forward to going to that one again next year, and we hope you do too. Thanks.